Okay, we're starting the new parak, Daf Samach Dalit. So now we're really switching gears in the Masechta, a completely new topic, which is um, how are you matter in there? So the basic thing is that you go to a Chacham or to a basin, and the main two uh, mechanisms are Pesach the Charata. So Pesach means you find some sort of opening. Opening is a type of thought or a type of um, reality that had you thought through a little bit better at the time that you made the nether, then you wouldn't have done it. And basically we say that the only reason why you did make the nether and, and didn't think about this is because you were, it was like a negligence. Yeah, I didn't think it through. But if had I thought it through and, and put all the variables in, I wouldn't have come out with the decision to make the nether. So in a certain way, it's like a faulty das, but it's a Pesach, it's an opening. Then there's something else. There's something called charata, where a person stam has regret Regret is definitely a, a lower a lower level, and it's not so simple that we always use regret. So basically, we're talking about psachim, which are the essential way of doing it. And our parak begins, is every Pesach good, or are there certain types which are not? So Rabbi Lezer, Omer, Rabbi Lezer says, We, we meaning the court, and someone's coming to us looking for his nether to go away, we can find a Pesach for a person who made a nether, based on the honor for his father and mother. So what does that mean, based upon the father and mother? We say to him, you know, did you know the way it was going to reflect on your family when you made another? Did you know that it was going to bring shame to your parents? So if he says, you know, no, I didn't, I didn't think of that. But had I known, then I wouldn't have made the nether. So then we're able to be mad to the nether. And the point that we're basically saying is that, um, is that, is that, is that we're not concerned, according to Rebbe Lezer, that a person would lie about such a thing. It's a valid, it's a valid Pesach. But if you th- the reason that's an novelty is maybe he would lie, right? Who's going to say, which son is going to say, yeah, I just don't, didn't really, you know, I, I'll tell the truth. I didn't really care about people saying bad things about my family and my reputation, reputation above my parents. Even if it is true that you still would have done it anyway, you're not going to be able to admit that. So if you were asked explicitly, you know, had you thought through about the way it would negatively impact your parents, would you still have done it? He's not going to be able to tell the truth and say, yes, I still would have done it. So if that would be a true concern, then you wouldn't be able to find the Pesach because you don't really know that it's the truth when he says, no, 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 I would never would have done it. How do you know he's telling the truth? Maybe it's just he's embarrassed to step up and tell us that he doesn't care about the honor of his parents. So basically when it's a random Pesach that has nothing to do with parents, so then that's for sure good, right? You just walk because he has no incentive to lie. It's not a lying type of thing. But if it's a type of thing where it's the honor of his parents, someone could say, hey, maybe, he, maybe really he would have done it anyway. And he's just as embarrassed to tell the court that he doesn't care about his father and his mother. So therefore, you may have said it's not a good Pesach. And Rabbi Lazar is saying, no, it is a good Pesach. We say that once a person makes an eder and he's brazen, so he has no issue saying that he, didn't, he wouldn't have cared about his parents either. So if he tells us that he, that, that he does care about his parents and had he thought about his parents, he never would have done it, then we could find the Pesach for that. That's the novelty here of Rabbi Lezer. The Chacham say that it's not a good Pesach. And the Pashup Shad is, the simple Shad is, because the Rabbanon are talking concerned the person is not telling the truth. We don't know that it's the honest thing, that, that had he thought it through, he wouldn't have uh, made the nether. Maybe really, maybe really he would have made the nether. He's just embarrassed to say such words that, uh, yeah, well, I still would have done it anyway. I don't care about my parents. Like, it, was, it would be tough for him to put that in, into the words in front of the court. So therefore, we can't ask him we, and, and expect an honest answer. So if we can't expect an honest answer, so then it's not going to be a good Pesach. So Amr he turns around and he says, wait a second, according to Rabbi Lezer, just as we find an opening on the honor of his parents, which is great because it's almost like a lot of Nadarim is going to work for this now, right? A lot, pretty much like... He, any net that the guy makes, you just say, did you know, if you would have known that, that, that it was going to affect your parents negatively, people are going to say that they have a wicked son who's making a dharm. 
Would you have done it? So until you're going to do that, why can't we find an opening based upon the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Right? We know HaKadosh Baruch doesn't like Nidarim. So if HaKadosh Baruch doesn't like Nidarim, so why don't we say at the time you would have made the Nedar, if you would have known that it's a dishonor to HaKadosh Baruch would you still have done it? Why don't we just ask him that? Always forget about the parents that, you know, they're going to say that the parents raised a wicked kid. Why don't we just ask the person, if you would have known that God doesn't like Nadarim, would you have done it? According to Rabbi Lazar, the same way that we can trust a person about the parents, and we can use that as a Pesach, we should just ask him, would, 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 would he have disrespected God? And we can expect a truthful answer, and therefore that should be a good Pesach. So, so, so the, the, the Rabbanon said, No, that's not true. Even Rabbi Lazar would agree that that's not a good opening, because there will no longer be any Nadarim. So this is a very cryptic line. What does that mean, there will no longer be any Nadarim? The Gemara will explain that. So basically it comes out, we'll have to see why this is true, what this line means, but, but Rabbi Lezer agrees that the Pesach cannot come from the covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You can't say to the person, had you known that God doesn't like Nidarim, would you still have done it? That's not good. Rabbi Lezer was only saying, you could ask, if you would have known that people were going to say that your parents raised a wicked son, that's a good Pesach. But, but even Rabbi Lezer can see that you cannot bring the covet HaMakam. We'll have to see exactly what the reason if this is a Nidarim. Okay. Now, there's another, another little variable. Let's say that the nether was about his parents, meaning the nether wasn't about him eating a loaf of bread. The nether was a nether that, you know, my parents can't benefit from me, something like that. The nether was about his relationship. Then, then you could find an opening based upon the honor of his parents. So we could ask him if he would have known it, had he known, you know, such a thing that you're supposed to honor your parents and, and, and honoring your parents is good and why are you answering why are you answering your stuff on your parents? Did you realize that you're, you're meant to honor your parents with your possessions? Like that there, even the Rabbanan agree that we could use that as a Pesach. Now we have to understand exactly why. Now, isn't the same concern? If the concern why you can't use Kavad Avimimo for a regular, a regular neder is because we're concerned the person won't admit the truth. He would never, no person would say, yeah, I don't care about my parents. And therefore he's lying just because he's embarrassed, but it's not really true that he wouldn't have done it. So maybe over here too, the guy, if a guy vowed that his parents can't get any 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 enough from his possessions, and we say to him, "Don't you know that like there's a mitzvah kibbutz aim to give them honor from your possessions?" So maybe maybe he would say, "Yeah, I just don't care about my parents," but he's embarrassed to admit that. So therefore, he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, I never would have made the nether had I known that." So maybe why aren't we concerned here as well? Why aren't we concerned here as well that he that he um, that he is lying? So we'll have to understand that. So we'll have to understand that in the Gemara as well. So two things we have to understand. Why is it true that according to Rabbi Lazar, it's only covered of Imo and not covered of Hashem? We have to come back to. And why do the Chachamim agree if the matter is about the honor of the parents itself? If the guy said, my parents can't get enough from me, then we could use a Pesach for covered of Imo. That also remains determined. But the basic Machlok as a regular nether. Someone says, you know, this loaf of bread is also to me. Rabbi Lazar holds, we could use a Pesach. We say to him, if you would have known that now they're going to say bad things about your parents because they're going to say they raised what, a wicked kid who's making the dharm against loaves of bread, which you have made the nether. Rabbi Lazar says, that's a good Pesach. Chacham say not. Continues the Mishnah. But Ode, Amar Ablazar, another thing that Ablazar was more lenient in. Postcom and Nolad. An opening can be found even on Nolad. Nolad means an unlikely new development, something that's born. Meaning, it wasn't something which was likely a variable which was around at the time he made the nether or very likely to come. It was a new development that happened after. But the Chacham say, no, you cannot make a Pesach based upon a new development. So let's see what the examples of that is. The Mishnah illustrates right away. Somebody says, I'm offering any benefit that I would get from such a man. But then that person becomes a big Torah scholar. 
So now, obviously, now that he's a big Torah scholar, so now the the, the, the node there wants to make wants 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 to benefit, right? He wants to have what to do with it. So now, maybe that person was marrying off his son, and now the one who made the nether wants to attend the wedding. So Amar, he wants to say he's making the following claim: Either way, you see your If I would have known that the person that I spoke about was destined to become a Torah scholar. Over that he would soon marry off his son. Does he know that? I never would have vowed. So he's trying to say a Pesach. He's saying, you know what? I, I, it was a mistake here because had I known that this person was going was to become a Tamachacham or make a wedding, I never would have made the Neda. So that's a Nola. That's a new development. Why? Because at the time, at the time that the Neda was made, he wasn't in that. Right? It wasn't something that he could have thought of then. It was, it was something which was a new development, which happened after the nether. And it was an unlikely new development. So therefore, that's what the Chachamim are saying. We can't use that as a, as a, as a, we can't use that as a Pesach. And the Lumdas here, the Ron explained, is that the whole point of Pesach is that if a person would have thought this point through at the time of the nether, he would have refrained. But here, if it's a no-lad, if let's say we would have asked the person at the time of the nether, hey, maybe this guy is going to become a Tam Chacham. Why are you making the nether? You know what he probably would have, would have, would have responded? How likely is that? I still want to make the nether. You're right. I wouldn't do it if I know he's a Tamachacham. But if he's not a Tamachacham now, and it's just that he might down the line become, that's an unlikely thing. So that, that if that's an unlikely thing, so then, um, so then, so then he would still have gone and made the nether. So therefore, that's why a Pasach here is no good. We have to understand Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Lazar, we're going to see in the Gemara what his reason is. But no, a lot of new development is not good. Uh, another example, somebody said, this house is according to me that I won't enter it. But not to be afterwards, a new development occurs. It's converted to a shul. So now the, 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 the node there wants to go down. So Amar, he says, I know that it would become a shul. I never would have vowed. So in all these cases, such a hold that it is no good. All right. So now we go back to the original Machlokas. The first Machlokas was whether a Pesach can come from one's, the honor to one's parents. So what happened? Rabbi Lazar, uh, Rabbi, according to Rabbi Lazar, the question is, why can't you use the Kabbalah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well? So they said, because then there won't be any vows. So what does that mean? My in Nidar. Amar Nidarm Nitarim Yafet means that Nidarm will not be annulled properly. In other words, we're nervous that, that even, that, that someone who would have vowed, even if he knows he brings a disrespect to Hashem. Someone who doesn't care that much about Hashem's covenant, but he'll be embarrassed to admit that in front of the Tam Chacham. So therefore, if we're going to say to the person, I ask him the question, had you known that it's disrespectful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to make the net, would you have done it? He'd probably, it, it, it even if you would have, even if he, in truth, he still would have done it, he'll be embarrassed to admit that, and he'll lie. He'll say, yeah, 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 I never would have done it. And then we'll think that we can give him an annulment, and it's not really there. So therefore, we don't, basically, we don't give openings on things where, where a person would be embarrassed to admit the truth. Rav Amar, Rav gives a different interpretation. No one's ever going to go to a rabbi. Meaning, since every single nether in the world, you can always apply that Pesach. What nether can you not apply the Pesach? Hashem doesn't like nether. Every single nether, you can always have that Pesach waiting for you. So eventually, everyone goes to the rabbis. The rabbis just ask you the same game. They show up to the rabbi and he says, if you would have known that a nether is disrespectful to Hashem, would you have made it? And the guy answers no. And he gets a hat to nether. After a while, you stop going to the chacham. Because the Pesach, every single nether got the same Pesach. So therefore, to make sure that that wouldn't happen, the rabbi, everyone agrees that you can't use the Kabbalah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Machlokas is only for the covet of Avivimo, which a lot of times is relevant, but it's not always relevant to every single nether. And, and that's the Pshat and the Machlokas over here. 
It sounds like Rabbi Lazar is not concerned that a person would lie about that. It's not the covet of Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's only the covet of his parents. So if a person doesn't care about his parents, then he would have, he will admit the truth. Therefore, Rabbi Lazar holds it to valid. It is valid. Pasach Macham is saying, no, we're concerned a person wouldn't tell the truth about it. Either they're too embarrassed to admit they don't care about their parents, and therefore it's not a valid, not a valid Pasach. So Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, if the nether was about his parents, let's say he didn't ask her a loaf of bread. He asked his parents from getting enough from him. There, Apostle Muhammad Avimo. Then you could use the opening based upon the honor for the parents. So what, what's what, what's pshat? Why is it different if the nether was about his parents or not? So according to that the issue is that it's not going to be a good head to Nidarim. Now we can understand why we make a chilk. Why? Because in this case, if he was brazen enough to disavow his to, to disallow his parents to get any hanaf from him, the nether was very brazen already. What did he say? He said his parents can't get benefit from him. So he's already been brazen. He's already shown chutzpah to his parents. So once he's already shown the chutzpah, he asked his parents to get any benefit from him. He's not going to be ashamed to or embarrassed to tell the court, yeah, if I would have known that people are going to say bad things about my parents, then I never would have made the nether. He's not embarrassed to admit the truth. He publicly, this has gotten out on the sheet, he's publicly made a vow that his parents can't get any on from him. So there, in this case, everyone's going to agree that we could ask him, had you known that it would have been a bad reputation for your family, would you still have done it? Because here, we're not concerned he's not going to tell us the truth because he's already vowed against his parents. When did the Chachamim say that you can't use Kavad of Imo? That's when it's a regular random nether. We made a nether not to eat a loaf of bread. So there we, 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 we're nervous to ask him about Kavad of Imo because we're concerned he'll be ashamed to tell the truth. But here where the nether was against his parents and he's already been so brazen to, to make the vow against his parents. So we're not concerned that he won't tell us the truth and that's why it could be a valid Pesach. El Rav According to Rav who said that the issue in front of us is whether or not people are still going to show up to Atam Chacham. And to get the Hatar and the Darb, if it's always the same thing, Hakam, I posted them. What difference does it make? In other words, if the issue is that we always give the person the same Pesach of Kavar of Vimo, so, so, so because he might come to do it on his own, um, so, then, so then this should be an issue over here as well. What difference does it make what the content of the Nether was? So Amr the Kamar answers, Since other Nadarim, you can't go unless you go to the Chacham. And since there's a general rule that the, the Rabbanan, the Chacham, will not use, Covered up of emo, and they're only using it in this random case. So therefore, in this random case, we could use it. So meaning, if every neder would be would be nitter from covered up of emo, you're right. It would be a problem. No one would ever go to the basin. They would just do it themselves in their house and say, "Oh, I'm good to go." But if we make a rule that we can't use covered of emo, and we only use it in the specific case where the neder was about the parents, there it's, people aren't going to stop coming to the basin because they know it's rare that that the basin actually uses that pesach. So let's make a summary. Uh, we have a dispute, Rabbi Lazar and the Rabbanan, if you could use a Pesach for Kavar of Avim. There's two ways how to understand the Rabbanan's um, issue. One way to understand it is that we're scared the person won't tell us the truth about it, but just, he's just ashamed to admit it. The other interpretation is if we always give such a hetter, no one will ever show up to the rabbi, they'll just try it at home. So it says in the Mishnah that the Chachamim agree that you could use it if the nether was about the parents. If the nether was that he, wouldn't, he didn't, he's not going to allow his parents to benefit from him, then you could be Pesach with Kavar of Avim. So what's, why does that matter? The one shot is because if it's about the lying, being ashamed to tell the truth, in this case where he already brazenly said it, so then, so then we're not concerned he, 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 won't, he won't tell us the truth. And, um, and, or if the shot is that we're scared that he's supposed to do it at home, so since we have general rule that you don't, you don't, you're not supposed to have a cover and you're only doing it here, so we're not concerned that it'll stop coming to the rabbis at all. 
But everybody agrees you can't be Poseach. Even Rabbi Lazar disagrees. He holds, you know, you, can, you could be Poseach with Kavad Vivimo. But even Rabbi Lazar agrees you can't be Poseach for the Kavad Akhlech Baruch because of these two reasons. No one will ever show up anymore. And we're concerned that a person will be embarrassed to tell the truth. Okay, now we move to Nolad, the new developments. Rabbi Lazar says you could use a new development for a Pasach. So my time is Rabbi Lazar, right? In Svar, it sounds like the Rabbanan are saying good. If it's a new development, then, then even if he would have thought it through at the time of the nether, he probably still would have made the nether. So, 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 so what's pshat? Why is it no lot a good, a good Pesach? So Amar Chizah, the Amar Kra. Now the context of this Pesach, let's just understand. Moshe Rabbeinu ran away from Mitzrayim. People wanted to kill him. He meets Yisrael. The Pesach says that Vayyoel Moshe L'Shev is in Ish. Vayyoel Moshe, it could mean Moshe agrees, but elsewhere the Gemara interprets it to mean that Moshe swore. Moshe swore to remain with Yisrael. Very interesting. He actually made a shvua that he was not going to go back to Mitzrayim. Now, now suddenly God calls, he says, go back to Mitzrayim. So Moshe's got an oath. So what does Hashem say? Because the people who, who, who were trying to kill you have died. So but basically what Hashem was doing is that he was being matir's Moshe's Shua. He's saying you have a Pesach. You only made the Shua because it was the threat to your life. But, but had you known that the threat to your life would go away, you wouldn't have made the Shua. So therefore it's an opening and therefore, you can, you can go back. That's the shot. It's very fascinating. God is being mater, the, 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 the Moshe Rabbeinu's vow. So now in this case, Amisa Denolu, the death of these people who are trying to kill Moshe, that was a new development. And nonetheless, it was an opening for Moshe. You see that you could use a new development to be mater and either. So this is the source for Rabbi Lazar. So that's the one of my The Rabbanon who say you can't use a new development, so what's their reasoning? So Kasavi, Hanumim, I see they say here, the enemies of Moshe, did they really die? The Pasuk says they died. Did they really die? Wherever the Torah speaks about quarreling or people standing up against Moshe, it means Dasan and Aviram. So basically, Dasan and Aviram are alive later. Let's say at the time of Korah's rebellion, right? So, so, so they're still alive. So if Dasan and Aviram are still alive, clearly they would, didn't die. And they were the people who were trying to kill Moshe. So what's going on? How could the Pasuk say they died if they didn't die? It means that they lost all their possessions. They became really poor. And being really poor is equivalent to death. They lost all their influence. No one cared about them anymore. And therefore, it wasn't dangerous for Moshe to return, even though Dafsa and Aviram were actually still alive. Meaning, it's as if they were dead. And we can explain that becoming poor is not a new development. Becoming poor is a likely occurrence. And since it's a likely occurrence, very interesting, death is an unlikely occurrence, a new development, a free thing that they would die. Therefore, there you can't use a Pesach with Nolad. What we're saying is that they didn't really die, according to the Rabbana. They just became poor. They lost their influence. And that is something which is more common. And therefore, you could use a Pesach with that. Because that is not an unlikely new occurrence. Now the Gemara just tells us about, now I see poverty is like death. A person who can't have children is like he's dead. Give me children, if not, I am dead. There are four that are considered like dead, meaning they have no influence in the world. Ani, a person too poor, a mitzora, a person who is mitzora, he's someone who has to be kicked out of the machana. He's not part of society. Assuma, a blind person, a mishay, and someone without children. How do we see this? Ani, the sif we just said, the people who died, they didn't die, they just became poor. Mitzora, the sif when we spoke about with Aaron, he said, don't be like a corpse. And we're talking about someone with saras. Right? This is when Miriam and Moshe spoke and they got saras when they spoke against Moshe. So, so, they, so when Aaron told Moshe to daven for Miriam, he said, don't let her be like a dead person. And so we see a mitzvah is like a dead person. He put me in darkness like the dead of the world. So if you can't see, 
it is like you are dead. So these are the concept that these four people consider like they are dead. And we're explaining Pshat with Moshe Rabbeinu is that these Dazan Ravirim did not actually die, but rather they got poor, they lost their influence, and therefore the Pesach that HaKadosh Baruch who found for Moshe Rabbeinu's nether was not an unlikely new development, but rather something likely to occur.